Welcome to the podcast. Come be part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Brannion, and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney, and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. <laughs> that was... Is that Emmy's second taco? Oh, I don't... It may even be more than that. The wow. kids eat as much as I do now. Wow. Yeah. She's really little, though, to be putting away. Well, and she goes tacos. in spurts. Emery is the worst eater of all of them. So today is just a hungry day for her. Today's you caught her on the day one day of the week that she's... Where she'll eat. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So tell Carl about about Emmy's trauma. Oh. I just heard this story a few seconds ago. <laughs> I figured so. you wanted to talk about Silas... And uh, peeing the bed. A couple oh, wait, of we don't want to talk about that too. We want to <laughs> well, get caught up on all the stories of of uh, child adventures. These are the things that happen every single day at the house. Every day, right? And so these are the stories that if you if you are if if you don't have proper uh, a sense of humor that's properly tuned, then you go, ah, oh, this is so. It's so awful well, and it's tedious and Emery it's mundane. Particularly, Emery has had some very strong phobias in her life, always has. And she's very de- she's very demonstrative of them. Like all yeah. of my all kids in general have something that they're afraid of, maybe many things. Yes. But like some of them kind of like <laughs> hunker in a corner looking timid. She, she, right. Not Emery. Emery comes out roar out. And so from yeah. the time we were potty training her when she was like 18 months old. I remember that. She was afraid to she was go af- number two. She was afraid to take a dump, yeah. And so she she was completely trained with, with the urine, completely mm-hmm. trained with wet diapers. Mm-hmm. But then she would come running around the corner with a pull-up in her hand and say, I need a pull-up, I need a pull-up, I <laughs> need a that's because she had to poop. Because she had to poop. Mm-hmm. And when we realized that, didn't take very long, I was like, no. No, go to the potty. No, you have to sit on the potty. And she'd be like, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> and I'm like... We I know. know. Did I show you the video that I fa- it popped up in my memories the other day as a reminder? And I was cracking up and I showed Tabby. And I remember her running around freaking out. We when were, you were wiping tears out of our eyes remembering yeah. this stage. Like the video shows her sitting on the toilet and she's just talking to me. She's chatting. Mommy, mommy, you like to flush the potty? And I'm like, yeah, but when I go potty, how about you go potty? And she's like, do that? what's daddy doing? I was like, he's cooking dinner. He had to take over because you started asking for a pull up and I had to come and put you on the toilet mm-hmm. and she's like oh and then all of a sudden she goes eh. and i was like is it, <laughs> is coming, it coming now and she goes uh, uh-huh and then she starts going ah! <laughs> and i like i can't even hit the note she was squealing so loud ah! and so i'm <laughs> i'm holding the camera and it's like shaking because i'm laughing on the camera and i'm like just let it let out. it go it's supposed to go in and there she's literally like looking <laughs> she's looking off in the distance just shrieking and like she'll take a big breath like oh maybe it's okay but then like the maybe, urge will come again maybe it's gone <laughs> maybe it just vanished and so that's that's been emory's mo her whole life when she's afraid of a thing she like fights tooth and nail to keep from having to do it. And I remember had- her running around the kitchen. 
Yeah. See, when, when the McKinney's are potty training their children, there's a lot of uh, pantsless. Yeah. There's a lot of pantslessness because they don't want to have to fumble and they don't want to have accidents when they're right. when they're on their way to the toilet, but they don't have time to get their, their pants off. And so while they're potty training, well, there's more a lot because, of pantslessness. More because they will notice if it runs down their leg. And right. so you're trying to get them to figure out what it feels like when they need to go. And so it's kind of shocking and right. you know strange when all of a sudden the floor is wet under their feet. Right, what happened? And so then we get to explain, well, you didn't make it to the toilet. So they're not in trouble for it, but it's a good way to make them conscious of right. it. And so, but I remember her running in circles in the kitchen, making yeah. noise. And it's coming, it's and, we were, and we were all just coaxing her. We had a little potty chair in the kitchen for a while. We were all just, just sit down and put it in the potty. <laughs> just That's, go. Just let it go. But it know? wasn't just the potty. Then, like, about a year ago, probably, she all of a sudden <laughs> developed this weird, like, like, fear of the bathtub. And she had been, yeah, I remember that. she loved water her whole life. She still does. Like she loved to swim. She loved swim class. She loves to go to the lake with mm -hmm. grandma Teresa. But all of a sudden she was just like uh, desperately afraid that she was going to overflow. The bathtub was going to overflow. And I mean, there could be a quarter of an inch of water in the bottom of the tub. I could even worried. have the plug unplugged and I could show her it's not it's going even down the drain. filling. And if I so much as turned my back on the bathtub, I could be in the bathroom. <laughs> she would If flat. I turned around, she'd go, mommy, 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 mommy. And she'd like hysterically, she's having a panic attack. But why? Attack, Did she overflow the bathtub once? Well, that's, that's what's so weird about it. Like she and Silas used to regularly get in trouble for like dumping water out of the tub. Uh, and so, yes, there's been water that's come through our ceiling. It's the second floor bathroom. So we've right. had water come through the ceiling multiple times because of kids in the tub. But, like, they were doing it for fun. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, she just all was like... All of a sudden, she was terrified. I think it was the Toy Story short where they overflow the tub. I don't even know if anybody has seen this. I don't know if you've seen this. But but there's a short where uh, the where the uh, Mr. Potato Head, I think, is... No, it's Partysaurus Rex. That's it. It's the T-Rex. Where he feels bad because people keep talking about how he's, like, not cool enough. He's not really fun. He's always a killjoy. So he goes up to the bathroom. He ends up in the bathroom somehow with the bath toys. And they're like, hey, can you turn on the water, man? And he's like, oh, no. But then he, like, hears the voice of his friends being like, oh, you're always a killer. You're always the one who's no, no fun. fun. And so he turns on the water for them, throws a whole bottle of soap in there, and then covers up the overflow right. drain so that it ends up going up over the side. Yeah, and, that's probably what it was. And that just apparently tormented her tortured or the weirdest things scare you when you're a child yeah and like do you remember any of your phobias from when you were a kid uh i didn't like the basement because there was a clown picture down there interesting you remember the clown picture up I on do. the crawl space i he do he was very sad looking he was a sad clown um and uh, i didn't know that that scared you i didn't like <laughs> i had porcelain dolls in my room that would sometimes catch the light wrong and i was like actually in your room yeah so well for a long time tim and i didn't even sleep upstairs because we slept in the guest bedroom downstairs yeah because the upstairs was terrifying uh, i didn't know that was why oh yeah yeah we were afraid to sleep upstairs oh i remember i don't know if you remember this <laughs> but not of any specific thing it was just terrifying in general it was everything there. There had been bats there. in the attic, remember? That's true, there were. So there's a there were there's a room around our actual sleeping room that was unfunished attic. But right. our the room attic, their, their room is like a it's like it's an a, island. Like a, 
like a finished room in the center of the attic. It's 190 yeah. degrees up there. That's where I broadcast skews <laughs> from. That's now where you sit and sweat during yeah, our broadcast. Yeah, I sit broadcast. and sweat it out in skews. But yeah, we, we weren't afraid of the heat. We were afraid of the fact that there were sometimes bats on the other side Demonic of the wall. forces just on the other side but of the wall. We were at the lake one year. I don't know how, I don't have any idea how young we were. And uh, great grandma Branyan let us stay at her cottage mm-hmm. instead of our usual the, cottage the uh, red one and tim and i were sleeping on the couch bed and we got it in our head i don't know who started it but we were feeding <laughs> off each other really bad and like he thought he saw a shadow of a bug and then i saw it too uh-huh. and then they were in the bed with us right. and like everywhere we looked there were these little black shadows and we were freaking out both of us hysterical crying about bugs and i remember great grandma brandon coming through with her flashlight and she started off you know, kind of reasonable, like calm, compassionate. Right. But after a while, she was just like, there are no, no bugs. bugs. And right. like, she could not get us to calm down. And I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what ended it. Like, I don't know how Man, we stopped. Man, if you were able to get under great grandma's skin, that was something. Cause we were freaking Especially out. at the lake. She's just the most mellow thing. We could eat 12 boxes of Lucky Charms That's if right. we wanted. She would not care. You could eat a whole box of <laughs> We would cream not pies. see reason. She was shining that flashlight everywhere we pointed, and we would not be comforted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyway, all that to Speaking say. Speaking of oatmeal cream pies, do we have any of those left? They're gone. What? But uh, but Emery, you <laughs> the thing that she's most recently afraid of is just being left in the house without so a what, parent. So what happened tonight? Well, I went to the gym with Cammy and Colin, and right. I left the younger two with Luke. And she goes just now out of nowhere. She goes, and guess what, mommy? Guess what? Daddy left us while you were gone. And I was like, what did he do? Like drive around the block? He's working on a truck. He's right. trying to he fix didn't it. Go far. And I was Daddy like, Daddy left us. Did he? Did he drive around the block to test his engine or something? And I said, how long was he gone? And she goes, I don't know. I don't know. And she goes, and guess what I did? And I said, did you cry? And she goes, yep. <laughs> and she goes, I told. She goes, I told you, I don't like to be home without a parent. I told you. And I told daddy too, but he left anyway. (laughs) And what did you say? (laughs) I said, well, how long was he gone? I repeated the question. I was like, he must have been gone like 30 seconds. And she, she, that was not relevant. (laughs) Doesn't matter how long he was gone. He left her. That information. she told you that she didn't like to be without a parent. Oh, man. For any amount of time. It's nine 10 in the evening. Mm-hmm. And, and your I, kids are just ramming around. Out. And Luke is out in the garage, so he apparently didn't know that I was going to kind of rely so, on him. So what do you have to do? Do you have to go up and tell your children to cool yeah. it before we go on? I have to pause this recording so that I can remind them that bedtime still exists. All right, so do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so when I was a kid, I was afraid of oh, another clown. It wasn't the clown that was the picture's... Because the pictures that were in the basement actually hung in the bedroom. It was great-grandma's bedroom. In your great-grandparents' house where we slept yep. when we were kids. And so those those clowns were familiar to us and not That didn't spooky. make it worse? Like, like no, oh, we I dread really going. weren't really afraid of those clowns. Oh, Aunt and Bonnie had... I remember thinking about those clowns as I got older. And when I grew up and we got those pictures ourself after grandpa passed away and we got the pictures of the clowns i was like i wonder why i wasn't afraid of them because they're kind of freaking me out now yeah bonnie had some drama masks some masks that hung on her wall when she Uh was in middle school those freaked you out those were terrible too so the clown's picture was on a package of straws have i told you this before 
It's a package no. of straws that we had in our house. We never used straws. And so the package was just there in a drawer in the kitchen. And if you open the drawer, there was this, there was a package of straws and it had a clown on the front of it. And it had one of, he had one of those big poofy collars. Mm-hmm. And so it was just his head and the big poofy collar. Mm-hmm. And as a child, I thought that the collar was like the surface of the ground that, and he had sunk into it up to his neck. Because ah. all you could see was his head and the collar. So it's just a picture of the clown's head mm-hmm. and the collar. And I thought, that clown is sinking in like quicksand. Mm-hmm. And all that's left is his head. And he's about to go under. And it it really terrified me as a child. Right. Because I wasn't a fan of clowns, per se. I mean, I didn't really like clowns. They, they were unsettling. But I didn't want them to die in quicksand. So Cammy just told us last, like two weeks ago, we went to uh, Texas Roadhouse as a family, and she confessed that for a long time she thought the logo for Texas Roadhouse was a yellow bunny. <laughs> oh, let me show you. <laughs> you should look at it, Carl. You have to get a non-colored one. Like it has to be one that's like black and white to see it best. Uh, I don't even know. It took me a minute to even see what she was talking about, but she thought it was a rabbit. For Texas Roadhouse. For Texas Roadhouse. She's like, oh, it makes so much more sense. It makes more sense now that it's actually like a steer. No, it's the state of Texas. See, that's what she's talking about. But the green one, I'm look. That's a green one, and it's right. harder to see. If you scroll down until you can find one that's like that's just black and white, or yellow and black, I think was the one that we found. Uh, you had to find like an old version of it, and it looks like a bunny. She says it looks like a rabbit, like the because it's it's Texas. like its head is turned to the right. Well, it's Texas wearing a hat, and the hat is what she thought were its long ears. So mm. I know. Mm. I know. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I think that looks like Texas wearing a hat, no let matter me, how you slice it. Let me see if I can find the one. It was on an old. Oh, here we go. It's funny how kids. So there's are... a yellow and black one. Now, do you see it? Uh, Long ears here. That's its nose. And then it's it's jumping. like Or it's kind of like, it looks like it's jumping away from you. <laughs> oh oh wait yes 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 yeah like this yes this i kind of see it that's the, those are his front legs yes the western wing of texas is the front paws yeah and then the tail like the well, bottom southern it, tip of texas it. the southern tip of texas is he's got a really legs. tiny head and he's got a gigantic rear end he's got and, a bunch of ears and he and has no ears. tail yeah no tail really he has no cotton tail yeah so anyway but, that's that's something. But, oh, but... Uh, that doesn't really scare you. It doesn't scare her. In fact, it made her giggle, which was what was so funny about it. She's confessing, and she's, like, blushing a little bit. It's a steakhouse whose symbol is a rabbit. <laughs> she goes, it makes a lot more sense as Texas. But the other... We're 15 minutes in. I'm glad she could concede that. You go, yeah, now knowing it's Texas, it makes more sense. We've we've blown 15 minutes on nothing, but I still have to tell I still have to tell have Carl to tell that Mom, Silas, uh, Silas Silas woke up two days ago and he yells down the stairs. I'm downstairs already around the corner, so I can't see him. But he calls, "Mama," and I said, "What?" And he goes, "I peed," and I said, "Okay." And then there was this long pause. And he goes, it's so peed. 
It is so peed. It is peed. so peed. And so it's like, I just wanted to make sure you understood. Well, yeah. He was trying to prepare you for what you were going to find when you got up there. Right. And he was afraid I wasn't going to come fast enough. Like, I didn't really understand the gravity of the right. situation. Right. It's like, it's peed. You're like, okay, I understand. No, it's so it's peed. so peed. Yeah. And I said, okay, so it's a lot then? He's like, yeah, a lot. And yeah. I said, all right, I'll I'll take care of it. Like, we're, like Emmy was afraid to overflow the bathroom. He was afraid that he was going to... Totally saturate the upstairs. I don't or, even know. It really wasn't even that much. He has definitely done a more damage before, but it has, it's been so more peed. It's been much more peed than that. But yeah, well, these are the things that happen every single day, Carl. And these are the stories that you tell. You don't have to wait around for something spectacular and out of the ordinary to happen because ordinary stuff is interesting and funny. And later on, there's the podcast it's the ninja. Podcast ninja because it's nine twenty at night, and normally we yeah. record at lunchtime, and just things are all weird. Things he's are all he's back order. to his ninja ways. We have to tell Carl that the podcast ninja is, is in the room, or else he would never know. Well, we normally he's at work, and so yeah. our recording time does not coincide with an appearance from the ninja. Because even as good as he is at appearing and disappearing, he doesn't usually travel twenty miles without <laughs> anyone noticing. Yeah, just to say, to say nothing, just to say hi on the podcast. Uh, so you should be signed up by now for the conference, the FLF conference, Carl. If you're not, I'm not sure. I don't know what I can do to persuade you. I don't think begging is probably going to help. I don't think threatening. Oh. I, don't, I don't think you'll take a threat seriously because but, I can't make good on it. But here's something that's uh, somewhat interesting. Hmm. Um, I had a conversation this week with somebody who is the administrator <laughs> for the examining Doug Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moscow, we can talk about Idaho. that. We can reason, talk about that. The reason I even bring it up is because one of the things, the only thing really that I said directly to the person is, hey, we want you to know that I and my dad have a podcast on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, so if you yeah. want to add me to your hit list, yeah. I'm available. Like, yeah. it's called you Comedian should. Next you Door. You should add us to your hit list. And when you said hit list, who are these people? The In Examining case. Doug Wilson yeah. one? Well, their entire ministry is is centered around making sure that everybody knows how terrible Doug Wilson is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. And um, somebody, I believe it was Darren Doan, created an examining, examining <laughs> Doug Wilson <laughs> and Moscow, Idaho page. I'm uh, pretty sure Darren runs that. Examining, examining Doug Wilson. Right. He goes, let's let's examine this examination. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, so that's funny. So but, you had an interaction with one of these. Yeah, because actually it was my people. roommate from college who commented on this post that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. It, mm-hmm. pop, it popped up in my social media feed. And I we started school five weeks ago. So for literally a month now, I haven't really you been You haven't on had time media. to check in on the daily drama that I is haven't, social media. But I'm like, dang it, this is my roommate. And she commented on a post that had a Doug Wilson quote at the top. Mm-hmm. And the the page was like Psalm eighty two initiative or something like that, which I don't even know what Psalm eighty two says or why they think Let's they need an initiative them. about it. Examining Psalm eighty two, but initiative. it literally said the quote was, "Men are when a man when a man gets married, he creates a tiny kingdom." Yeah, and um, that's a very Doug Wilson thing to say. Right, he be, yeah. he becomes a king, and I forget. 
I, for, I even forget the rest of the quote. It literally just, he creates a tiny kingdom when he gets married. That's it. Right. It was one and a half sentences. It's something about he becomes the master? He, no, the he didn't Lord, even say master. Or, he's, or he a, subjugates his family. Right, you would their, think. Yeah. You would think the next sentence after that was, as a king, he should immediately behead everyone and, and in his household. he immediately begins to oppress and... Right abuse no it's right here doug wilson wrote this pile of profound error it said marriage is a little kingdom and the husband is a little king once married he's the king of that little kingdom and his decisions have real authority full quote right there well full quote that they shared i was kind of hoping he would say something about subjugation but he didn't (laughs) and so then it goes on to say and jesus says in contrast the kings of the gentiles exercise lordship over them (laughs) And those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors, but not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger and blah, blah, blah. They quote the rest of that, which I'm pretty sure we've all seen, heard that verse before. Right. I've even heard it in context. Somehow, somehow didn't see how obviously that can contradict that Doug Wilson quote until (laughs) just now. That is an obvious rebuttal for Doug Wilson. Especially the part after the part that quoted where he was like, you should lord it over your people in your little kingdom. (laughs) Make sure everyone knows that you are a little king. Right. The part where, the, the next part where he was like, you know, just like the Gentiles, you should behave with, uh, with stubborn, selfish, you know, the kind of authority. Well, he that, said it was a kingdom. He said right. it was a kingdom. And that means that the, the man would be a little king, but the woman would then be a little queen. queen yeah. Correct? Not good enough. So they're both monarchs. Well, but the point is, the point is that my roommate from college showed up and <laughs> and wrote, tell me you don't love your wife without telling me you don't love your wife. Right. That's ex- that's <laughs> the correct interpretation of that. I do not love my wife. And I was like, Okay, I'm not going to be able to just let this go because I actually couldn't let it go. Could you eat with all of the things you had to do with with a so peed bed upstairs? Yep, even with a very peed bed. You took time out to respond. Yep, and I and all I did was ask a question. I was like, I'm just curious, like, what part of this is is so objectionable? Troubling you? I was like, like, and I mentioned without knowing whether the king is acting as a Saul or a David, you know, wouldn't that make a difference? Right. And right. Well, the assumption is everybody is a Saul. Well, every, and she never responded. There are no Davids. She never responded. But ex- but examining Doug Wilson in Moscow, Idaho did and uh, wrote, this particular quote by Wilson doesn't exist in a vacuum. Doug Wilson's views on marital relations are longstanding, well-documented, and disturbing. Here's another one. Uh-huh. And then the quote that I've seen this exact group post copy and paste in this exact comment on multiple other places, uh, which is quote, in other words, <laughs> it starts in the middle of it starts in the middle of the quote like that ellipses dot dot dot. In other words, right. however, we try the sexual act cannot be made into an egalitarian pleasuring party. A man penetrates, conquers, colonizes plants. A woman receives, surrenders, accepts. In other words. In other words. And it's like, (laughs) In other words, we're going to cut out all of the explanatory words that came in front of it and just leave you with the... With the part that makes... With the part that makes really shallow, you know, shallow and... uh, What's the word? Uh, Starts with a V and I just lost it. Uh, Vapid women. 
Yeah, well, it, we're, gonna, we're just going to quote women. the parts that make him look bad. That, that's what it is when you take think, things out of context. No, no, I don't even think that that makes him look bad. That's the thing. Like, only, only a prude would even have a problem with that in the first place. And I thought the feminists were sex positive. Like, I thought that these right. were the women who were not afraid to be honest about Well, they're not. It's the word conquer. The word conquer is what... Right. Is what trips them up. But regardless. women don't want to be conquered. Regardless. They want to like, be valued. How how much do we need to go back? Are we going back 200 years and grabbing our fans and our smelling salts? Like, grow up and, and I am. deal with this have you quote ever like a mature smelling woman. Salts? Have you ever sniffed smelling salts? I have not. I have not. They, they don't smell like salt. Will they wake you up? My gosh, yeah. They, it's like it's like ammonia, but, yeah. but it's like super powerful. Well, ammonia. they need something because they're all about to faint over here because they saw the word penetrate. <laughs> and heaven forbid, heaven forbid that men are... You know what else penetrates? WD-40. Men are kings and sometimes they penetrate their wives. And I guess we all just need to freak out. But the reason I'm even bringing it up is because... I said oh, to you're this, freaking me out. I said to the to the person who runs it, and I've heard that her name is Christine, but I don't, I can't confirm. I haven't done. Oh, my so research. this is a female. This exam. running that group. Of course, it only is. Only women John. have the emotional stamina to oh, keep up a book. This Carl, I wish you long. could have seen the look I just got from my beloved daughter when I said, "So this is a woman running it." She looked at me like I just said, "Wait a minute." So the sun comes up in the morning. A man would go and like. Punch Doug Wilson in the nose or try to assassinate him, maybe, if he had a vendetta. If but he was a if he was a beta he's feminist not man. Gonna go, a man I mean, any man any man that read what Doug Wilson wrote would go, Yeah. That's, that's my right. point. I'm saying a man, if he had a problem with Doug Wilson, would settle it a completely different way and then it would be settled. Only a woman would be able to to draw out her grudge and her ill will for this long. <laughs> this long he said penetrate <laughs> and she really did copy and paste that exact comment including the first part about about how this particular quote doesn't exist in a vacuum the the right. evidence is disturbing and and extensive oh my gosh i did i ever talk about the time i think i talked to doug wilson about this that i had a lady on my blog yeah who actually introduced me to him right this this lady was the one who put doug on my radar right because she hated him so much she hated him not so stop much talking about him she couldn't stop she talking was the she was a walking billboard and she was making comments about you know on my blog and every once in a while for the most part i thought she kind of liked me i thought we we got along but every once in a while i would say something that she disapproved of and she said this sounds like the sort of thing doug wilson would say and i'm like who right and so uh oh and then she proceeded to tell me, oh, he's just, he hates women. He's a misogynist. He's, he's constantly uh, putting them down and oppressing. And he wants men to abuse women. He calls, and he right. calls himself a pastor. I'm like, wow, <laughs> this guy sounds terrible. <laughs> so she said, well, you can go read it. And I said, I will. And I, I went to uh, probably Google at the time. Now I would go to DuckDuckGo. But I right. went to Google at the time. And uh, it wasn't hard to find Doug Wilson. And I started reading his blog. And honestly looking, and I told Doug this, I said, I went to your blog looking for what the problem was. I right. was trying to find a, I was trying to find what she was so worked up about. And I honest to goodness, couldn't, right. I, everything I read, I could see how some of your, uh, writing, you know, with the, if, if you send it 
to the right person that they would be like, oh, I just, oh, I can't. smelling salts and fainting right. couch and all. That's I could, I could understand how you could trigger some people, but I couldn't see the misogyny. I couldn't see the, the blatant hatred right. of women that I was told was going to be there. Right. And I went back and told her that. I said, I just, I don't see it. Can you send me an example? Send me a link and I'll go right. and look at it. And, and then she was mad at me. It's like, right. well, if you can't see it from having been his blog, you can't see it, then you're part of the problem. It's right. like, okay, we're done here. Right. Uh, no, that's exactly it. They don't really have an explanation except that they get a feeling in the presence of certain people. Mm-hmm. And it totally infantilizes the rest of us. Like when they start speaking on behalf of women generally or wives, when, when somebody stands up and says, wow, my interpretation of this quote is that he doesn't love his wife. And, you know, he might as well just say that, but he doesn't have to because it's there clearly in black and white. It's like, am I right, girls? Am I right? You're making the rest of us, you know, a little bit dumber. You're making the rest of, (laughs) you're making the rest of society think that women are dumber than we are because you're representing us in the dumbest possible way. Not all of us are as simple as you are. Right. But all that to say, uh, I tried to get us blacklisted as well. I was like, look, we're affiliated with Christchurch. We know the cross-politic guys. And do you know what she said? No, do you know what she said? Hmm. I said, you can add us to your list of, you know, of Christchurch affiliated businesses if you want. And you know, she said, blacklist. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Now here, here. That's just blatant lies. untruth. Yep, totally not true. What she was hoping was that I would then accuse her of also running the Facebook group that is completely dedicated to amassing Christchurch affiliated businesses, which I did not do because that wasn't my point. I wasn't trying to, I don't care if she personally is running that group or if she just knows who it is and is affiliated with them and has shared the the blacklisted businesses on her page before. She is anti-Christchurch. The point is that she shared a Fight, Laugh, Feast flyer just like three or four weeks ago. She shared it on her page and was like, Ugh, once again, these theonomists are completely obsessed with war. Marriage is war. Politics is war. Church is war. Education is warfare. Everything's war. And so when I say we're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast network, we know the cross-politics dudes, and if you want to add us to your blacklist, you can. To say I have no idea what you're talking about is just a complete lie. It's just not true. But she was hoping to set a trap. She was hoping that I would accuse her of something, uh, overreach in my accusation. Right, right. And, and the point, we're not really interested in accusing individuals of a particular thing. We're going, again, at the ideas. Right. We're taking shots care. at the I idea don't care if your name philosophy. Is, I don't care if your name is Christine. I don't care if your no. name is Larry. I don't care. No. I just know that I'm familiar with your group and the types of people who are positively obsessed with Doug Wilson because of how much they hate him. I'm familiar with that. I know that there's been a list that's been shared like 30,000 times on Facebook. And we would like to be, we would like to have the same status. Everybody in Moscow is aware that it exists. So (laughs) don't tell me you have no idea what I'm talking about. I wasn't born yesterday. Right. That's just not true. But then she goes, you know, I don't know. What she goes, would you like to clarify the statement you made about the blacklist? And I responded with her statement because I said, I don't see anything wrong with these quotes and I'm not going to respond to you anymore. And she goes, well, that's fine. But, you know, there's plenty of evidence out there for people who are willing to do the research. And, yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm one of those people. So I responded when she said, would you like to clarify about the blacklist comment? I said, oh, no, I think there's plenty of evidence out there and people can do their own research. <laughs> 
And I she was that. like, I quit following after that. She was like, thread. oh, well, you know, false accusations or bearing false witness is a sin. So you probably should retract your statement. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't make a statement. All I said was, if you'd like to add me to the black, your blacklist <laughs> that you could, but, but you don't well, know what just, I'm talking about. They just throw, they, they only have certain points that they can make if you want to call them that and one of them is they accuse you of lying they accuse you of uh, hating women or whatever and then after they've fired off all of those cylinders they don't have anything else to no again she copied and pasted the exact same comment into that thread there was only like i don't know 30 or 40 comments under that thread it wasn't a very big one (laughs) and like three of them are because it's not a very interesting page (laughs) three of them are the same comment that she didn't even bother trying to rewrite it just copied and did you see this here it is again here it is here it is again penetrate do you understand (laughs) there's the word penetrate conquer how many many millions of sentences do you suppose doug wilson has written everybody everybody thinks everything is warfare over there at christ church and it's like if if you don't think everything is warfare why did you show up to fight with me in like 30 (laughs) seconds I was talking to my roommate from college. You sound like a pacifist You showed up to get involved and to start some crap. And so you should be aware that everything is warfare. You're the ones firing the first shot every time. Go away. drawing first blood. (laughs) (laughs) He said everything is warfare. Let's kill him. He's not supposed to be revealing that. It makes it much harder for me to win this war that I'm fighting all the time. I'm going to tell everybody that I'm just interested in spreading Jesus' love. Oh, no. I I think this is an atheist or ex-Christian. I don't think that this is a person who still identifies as in the faith. Oh, so they I don't they think. literally just hate Doug Wilson. Yes. <laughs> that's their whole reason for existing. Yeah, pretty sure. Because that's the kind of thing, when they <laughs> say things like, you know, bearing false witness is a sin, that's them being, you know, mocking the, the Christian faith. Yeah. That's when they're trying to bring yeah. up the Bible that they don't even follow themselves. Right, I think. they don't follow Either them. she's no longer a professing Christian or she just sounds like an atheist. Either way, it's the same. You end up in the same cut spot. Cut from the same cloth. It's, but that's, it's hilarious. That's one thing, the one tiny little... Yeah. Fuffle that I got into this week. The other thing that Carl doesn't know about yet is the uh, email that I sent to the app developers. Oh, yeah. See, this is actually, in my opinion, this is even more. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. No, you but, should but rank Doug them. Wilson in hot water is a little bit. Rank the arguments that I get into according to most interesting. I would uh, like to This one is more interesting than, than getting in battle over Doug Wilson because Doug Wilson is literally in hot water. He lives in hot water. Right. He lives in boiling hot water. So I have this app that I've been using for probably four years. Maybe not that quite that long, but it's just for women's health. And so I track You're not going to say the word penetrate anymore, are you? No, okay. but I, I could say other words that would probably make you squirm. But You could say ovulate. I'm using... Is that better than penetrate? Well, it's, just, it's the opposite of penetration, isn't it? <laughs> no. Ovulate. Yes, it I is. don't really want to think about what the opposite is. Ov, the ov, ovulation is putting a thing out. Um, okay. And all right. Okay. Is when a thing comes in. Well, all right. Well, anyway, this app is, I use it's it for my data. Your, yeah. I, yeah, I keep my, I keep information track in it. Track women's stuff. And so, but the app has been like bragging about how it's female owned, female mm-hmm. run from the, since the beginning. And I'll you know where that's didn't going. I bet you write the code. You, probably not, but you know where that's going. Like mm-hmm. they're so obsessed with the fact that they, ha- they're all women. I'm sure they're not all biological women at this point. Pretty sure they all just identify as women, mm-hmm. but that's 
neither here nor <laughs> that there. That would be interesting. Oh yeah, because well, you'll get we'll get there. So uh, they've been just getting more and more and more blatant in their progressive views. So I don't want ha- I don't want to have this app for any other reason than just using it for my own records because it's helpful for keeping track of your stuff that you want to keep track of. But but when they are now like giving me helpful little news news updates about or women's health articles that they've written from their team of scientists or they're now changing like every once in a while they'll be like do you want to upgrade to this you know subscriber where you are a paying monthly subscriber and right. here's the benefits you can get they stopped using the word women like right. they started referring to it as people who can become pregnant right and people i'm like who ovulate. this is getting worse and worse and so I, it's been coming for a and while so you're having a, a slight dilemma in trying to decide whether you should keep using the app right. because they're such right because they're just in your face all the time and yeah. so finally finally they opened up this new tab on the app where it's like education or something like that and i clicked on it i'm like what is this new thing click on it it's articles and you have to subscribe to get all of them except the first one. The first one says in bold letters, abortion is health care. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It's I'm, funny that that's the one that's free. I woke up today to fight. That's what I decided to do. <laughs> this was a few week, a few days ago. But I was like, yep, today's the day. I'm just going to do this I'm email. I'm going to go to war. And Everything's it, war, Peach. It took me a while to find a contact us option. There's no email addresses on the website. But I finally found one that was like, if you're having trouble with the app, basically, you know, click on this. Oh, I'm having trouble with the app. And so this is what I wrote it to them. Is, it's woke. I wrote to them. And what's funny is that it, my account is linked to Luke's because he's the one who actually set me up with the app. So it's his email address that they're getting this from. And it says. Oh, I didn't know that part. It says Michael I, McKinney on it. I saw it. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. That makes it even better. Yeah. Because they thought they were doing battle with a with a man. No, they didn't. Dad, they say their their whole campaign is around people who can become pregnant. Right. Well, Michael might have been a f- might be a female body who still oh, ovulates, I see. So but they is now identifying as a man. Yeah, they wouldn't have known. They would have had no idea. In fact, I kind of wish that they wow. had tried to dismiss me well, on the basis of my gender. That makes it funnier for me because I I got in the middle of this conversation when you and Luke were on Telegram and it's like, oh, I was talking to, what's it called? Clue? Clue, I yeah. I, you got an email from Clue and I'm like, what's it, what are they even talking about? Right. Yep. So this is what I sent, first of all. I sent them on August 25, quote, the ability to track the details of my cycle is very convenient, but the left-leaning propaganda is a huge problem with this app, regardless of what your, quote, team of scientists believes <laughs> about the human value of a developing fetus. The practice of ending that fetus's life is not healthcare. Please stop promoting your religious beliefs in the name of answering scientific questions. Your team may be all female, whatever that means these days, but (laughs) you certainly do not speak for me, my sisters, my daughters, my aunts, or my friends. We believe that empowered women don't pay doctors to kill their offspring. When will we see articles that represent our cause? (laughs) Savage. Because that was what they were saying. Hey, you need to, you know, the things that you care about. Here are the causes that we support. Right. Things like that. And I'm like, I don't care about this. Right. When are you going to talk about my causes? So this was the response I got. And by the way, Carl, if you would like to know, uh, the Clue support team, uh, the answer came from Susan Bachet which is spelled S-U-Z-O-N, Suzanne, Bachet, B-A-C-H-E-T. And the email address is service at biowink.com. In case you'd like to send them, in case you'd like to request that they 
put your point of view in their app too. Right, right. Service at biowink, as in what you do with one eye, dot com. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she responded with, hello, Amanda. So they do know my name because it's listed on my account, but uh, the email address uh, still says Michael. Uh, um, at Clue, we believe that abortion is healthcare. Access to safe, timely abortions is essential to the health of anyone who can become pregnant. Uh Restrictive laws don't stop abortions. Instead, they cause more people to seek out abortions that are unregulated and therefore unsafe. Eh, False. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. This is ours. You are free to also have your own. Yeah, so that was pretty helpful that they just restated their original position. Well, that's so that's why I said to Luke, because he had to forward this to me. Right. Luke forwarded Luke's that to me. in the me. middle of it. So I replied to Luke, and I said, please send the following response on my behalf. Back to Suzanne. This is me again. So, quote, that didn't really answer my question about when I'm going to start seeing articles <laughs> defending the life of the fetus, rather than having your beliefs forced on me. I don't use the app to hear your beliefs, especially when you're misleading other users by suggesting your beliefs are scientific. What you really mean is many scientists share your low view of human fetuses, but it doesn't really matter how many scientists go to your church. It doesn't mean your sermons are science lectures. I already knew that you believed it's healthcare to pay a doctor to stop the beating heart of a tiny baby. Why are you only promoting your personal beliefs about feticide? And when can I expect some equal representation from the Clue app? Thank you. <laughs> and I did not hear back from Suzanne. I am not surprised about so, that at all. Just That's just what I've been up to this week. <laughs> Picking my battles. Those were the two that I yeah. chose. And depending on how you gauge victory, uh, that may or may not have been one but i but saying the thing man that's all we got to do i'm all I'm we got to do is it. say the thing i'm tired of it and the only reason that people like a big reason many businesses have even shifted left in the first place is not because their ceos care that much no it's because they stuff. don't have people like you writing them and right. saying hey don't hey knock don't it cave. Off. it's don't because buckle. they have people a few loud annoying people on the left who are like hey what about LGBT representation? Yeah. Hey, yeah. what about uh, something in honor of Black uh, Black History Month? Right. What about what about this? And it's like, okay, so well, they're super noisy, and yeah. and they're noisy enough that you think it's the whole world yelling at you. Right. When when it happened to us, it felt like the whole world. It felt like everybody everybody was mad at us. But yep. it turns out it was just a few people that were mad at us. Most people didn't care. Most people hadn't even heard of Most it. Most people didn't even know why they were right. writing. They were just told by somebody who told them, told somebody else, who told somebody else, hey, most, this is a guy we should hate right now. Right, so we should hate him. Bring the pitchforks. Whatever. Yeah. But, and most of the world, the vast majority of the world, did not even realize that I was embroiled in any kind of a scandal. Right. Which means it really wasn't a scandal because if... Uh, if only a few people know about it, it's well, just a it's I'd just rather, an incident. It's I'd rather not, a not necessarily. I'm not. I'm not necessarily looking to assure people that it's not a big deal when people write to you and they're angry. I would just like to use that same strategy, knowing how powerful it is, to actually turn some tides toward a moral, righteous, good light. Like instead of letting the denizens of hell do all of the pushing and pulling and screeching and moving and yelling, I would rather, I would rather write to the, to the, you know, board of a liberal app and just be like, look, you're not meeting your stated needs. Please stop with this. Please stop jamming your beliefs down my throat. That's been really, really powerful for Christians to hear for the last 40 years. Nobody wants to do any jamming uh, at oh my gosh! Else. Yeah, there's so, a, lot, a lot of Christians. I'm not trying to push my religion on you. Why not? 
Can I you, thought your religion was the truth. Can you imagine was- if somebody starts, and I'm not saying they shouldn't do this still, but if a Christian starts a competing app, competing against Clue, and they have just gospel message, you know, and they've got like what God created them, male and female. And I, I uh, knit you together in your mother's yep, womb. And I knew yep. you. Just yeah. it was just unapologetically biblically based, right? And that's what they were known for. You would get banned on Google and people and, would uh, be I writing store. all the time. I just don't understand. I love the app and it's great. For, it's functional and I really like the layout. Why can't they keep their religion but to themselves? Gosh, what does it have to do with the Bible? Not all of us believe in the Bible, you know. And it's like, yep. Listen, that's true. I got an app for you then. I've got a religious organization that's that's ready to churn out a new sermon about abortion <laughs> being healthcare every month for just a, a low, low price of whatever it is to Well, upgrade. you keep using that word religion, and you do that just to tweak them. Oh, yes. That's, yeah. that's on purpose. I don't, I'm not interested believe, in your religious views. It's like, we're scientific, we're not religious. She said, we no, believe this. We believe, we believe. And it's like, yeah. Right, but it's science, Peach. They think that they're science. They're not religion. She didn't even try to be scientific. She said, oh, this is just going to force people to go and get unregulated and therefore unsafe abortions. Right. And it's like, Susan, this isn't even hard. The pro-lifers have been pointing out for 30 years that no procedure is safe when one person comes out of the operating right. room when the baby and the other dies is every dead. Time. Yeah. Yes. If, when two people walk into the operating room and only one comes back out, that's not a safe it's procedure, not safe. That's Susan. 50%, 50% of the people die yes. in, the, in that procedure. Not safe. but Well, but they don't, they don't think about that and they also don't think about they, they don't think that everybody's religious. And so when you put your finger on that nerve, it makes them yowl. Yep. And that's Oh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be so much more convenient if only the people who went to a physical church building every Sunday were the ones that we could call out for being religious? Wouldn't it be just so nice if but that would be simple? Be, if we could just point our fingers at them and tell them to keep their religion to themselves, but we could keep Right. promoting our everybody, own everybody with our who app. identifies as a religious person we could tell them to shut up and was there anything that you wanted to talk about today or is this just a... we talked about everything that i wanted to talk about <laughs> did we every, every single one of those things was on my list of stuff to talk about uh-huh. uh no well i actually do have something i want to talk to you about but we're out of time so, well, you're supposed to have bonus material this week, and that never came out. So. I know it'll be out before before the end of the week. It's all done. I'm sorry if you're if you're missing Thursday's podcast. This is coming out on Monday. If you missed last Thursday's podcast, you're like, "What's going on?" That was my fault. I didn't get it done, but it'll be up. But before you listen to this, it'll be up. You could just watch the Starving Comics show on Sunday. You can watch Starving Comics on Sunday. If you want more content, yeah. You come see us on Sunday, seven o'clock Eastern time on YouTube. Uh, come and say hello. Thanks for visiting the Comedian's House. If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time.